When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling Sheet Radio. I am your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Satin, here in this dope, gritty WrestleMania shirt that... Uh, not even from Philly. Not it, well, but it's still cool. You have to be from Philly <laughs> I, to wear it? I am pretty jealous of that shirt. Yeah. I'm kind of pissed off. <laughs> um, it's, it, I, I honestly got lucky because uh, um, uh, a fan of the show, uh, at Real Mr. Dorsey, 
He lived in Good the he up. lives in the area, and he saw my tweet saying that I wanted one, so he went and got one for me at the show. So shout out to real Mr. Dorsey, very kind of you. But I'm also here not just with my gritty shirt, but here with my co-host Jamie Iovine. My shirt's old. Also cool though. Also cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's back. The I'm man, back. the myth, the legend. Kevin Silva. I'm back, and I'm wearing a shirt that's new. That yeah. is a cool shirt. I, got, I, I like said it was a chaos shirt. shirt. Chaos I mean, shirt. it's not as cool as my shirt because my shirt's a little more exclusive. But you know, I mean, this is a limited run shirt, so they didn't print that many. You know what I always? So. I don't know why it is, but I always associated New Japan stables with Sonic the Hedgehog characters. <laughs> I, I, chaos I is Sonic. Yeah. Knuckles is the Bullet Club, clearly, okay. Okay. and. Um, <laughs> Uh, Tails is not Rapongi Vice, but um, I guess is Tenru part of Chaos? Uh, you've lost me already in this conversation. What is, are, what, this well, is the most Chaos, thing that you've maybe ever said on the show. Because Chaos is like clean cut, <laughs> nice, the forefront. I don't true, know. true. No, I mean, I, I get where you're going. Yeah, with I'm it. with you. I get where you're yes. left field. I'm with you. I like it. We're talking about chaos. I, mean, I, just want, you, I chaos. want you to start making bootleg designs of like Sonic the Hedgehog wearing these new Japan characters. Ooh, like that one YouTube idea. guy. What was his name? That made. There's a famous YouTube guy that has like. He's like a functioning autistic guy, but he made a series that he considered. His own intellectual property, but all he did was mash up Sonic the Hedgehog and a Pikachu. <laughs> and he called it Sonichu. I mean, Wait, that's, a, <laughs> that's a brand new name. But so. he legitimately like had made trademarks for it in crayon and shit. Like it's, like, <laughs> Sonichu? it's a grown man. Sonichu, I, I like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't even know where to go from that. Yeah. But no, I feel like this week, you know? We all got three cool shirts on today. I can hey. say that. That I, that hey. I can say. Um, okay, let's let's just Eli jump right in. Let's no get that to the nitty gritty. Yeah, I, 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 I'm dying just right off the bat. I want to talk about this story I literally just put up right before I came in, or right before we started recording this, and uh, that is this video that Ronda Rousey posted. I think you should play a little bit for our listeners, because I, I, I haven't I even heard it. Say, yeah, was, I can't would that also be you, because yeah. you haven't heard it yet? Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> Hold on, I will. Wasn't yeah, even the a group text. On. Nothing. Nothing. No, I just it was right. Oh, I thought I queued this up. Oh, son of a bitch. Now we gotta Hold talk on. about the. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> they, they don't have any fucking. Product. I fought Captain Gano and it took a Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I thought she said she fought cats in Ghana, and it was very confused right there. Same. <laughs> <laughs> So, so right here she's so right here she's talking about uh, being angry. Uh, that, that basically, this is all. Been I'm glad you played that clip. It was very helpful, right? No, I'm going to. I'm setting up the clips. I don't have time to play the whole thing. Uh, but basically, right here she she's talking about why she turned heel on, on Monday, and then uh, you know, obviously these these YouTube vlogs are a little bit in character. But they're like a little bit of her as well. It's like you know, it's 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 similar to Twitter, where it's like bl- blurring the line a little bit, taking some creative license here. And so um, she's talking about how um, this has all been bubbling up inside of her since Survivor Series. That that's why um, all this anger, you know, came through, and that even her hometown booed her. And so that's kind of where this part starts. <laughs> The 
fucking Dodgers got booed out of the stadium at home during the World Series. You know what? That whole city is just a bunch of people who are fucking transplants. They're trying to escape shitty-ass fucking Ohio or wherever the fuck that they're from. And they have no pride in L.A. And they're going to come to our fucking games and shit on our teams and say, I'm fucking from Los Angeles. I've been living here for 10 years. No, you're fucking not. So it's been bubbling up in me since then. <laughs> so tonight when you were um, giving your promo and... What's the promo? They gave me other things to say. I didn't fucking say it. What's the thing? It's not a fucking promo. It's not an act. I'm not going out there and doing their fucking act anymore. They can say it's part of the act and try to say face to everybody else, but it's not an act. I'm going out there. I'm doing whatever the hell I want, and they can explain it away however they want. But fuck them. Everybody, WWE universe included. I meant that I'm going to disrespect the sport that they all love so much. Oh, don't break kayfabe, Rona. Wrestling's scripted. It's made up. It's not real. None of those bitches can fucking touch me. The end. Huh. Right? She had she had the knowledge to not say the F word, though. That's true. I so, thought the same thing. She... I was like, she stopped herself <laughs> right there because you don't say fake. It's funny, Jay. I wish that the listeners, if you're not watching on YouTube, feel free to peel that camera to give your reaction there, Jamie. Jamie but Jamie has face. this. Jamie's yeah. face is the exact face I had because <laughs> Norman is here with me on the site. Norman, uh, he very much undersold this video to me when he when he brought it up to me. He's like, oh, you know, she like says it's like a kayfabe promo, like you know, she kind of says the f word, and I'm like, oh, okay, no worries. And then like, <laughs> I went and watched it, and she's just like, f this, f that, wrestling's fake, wrestling's not real, blah blah blah, f this, f that, f f f, shitty shitty shitty, f f f f f, fuck the WWE universe, and I was like. Whoa! Yeah, that's... whoa! I was like, you undersold this, Norman. Like, damn! I, I'm at a loss for words. Right? I really am. I, I don't know what this is doing. I don't know if this is a good idea or not. I can't tell. That's yeah. that's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard in the history of my life of being a wrestling fan. I've never heard something <laughs> like that before. That's insane. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. That I, is the woman's champion. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a bit... I've already had... That's crazy! It, I've only had the story oh. up for like maybe 30 minutes, and I've already had four wrestlers DM me or text me saying like, that is one of the most disrespectful things I've seen. Like, I don't care yeah, that it's... crazy. That it's, uh, you know, possibly in character a little bit. Like, my body hurts. My body hurts because I do this every day. Dude. And it's it's in pain because it's very real. Dude, it's not that it, it was in character a little bit. It was in some bottles of wine a little bit. That's what that sounded like. Like, it didn't sound like... That sounded like somebody who, like, was like... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll make this video, but the I same truly time. have no idea. I'm making a little, little tipsy. I'm still reeling. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I knew. I, I feel I, like Jamie might have tears in his eyes. <laughs> it's more so. It's just like I, I would have sat here and wrote a list for ten years of all the things I thought she could have said. I would have touched that. I wouldn't have touched. I mean, wouldn't have never even. Thought that would have been a, an option, because you were because I was listening to last week's show on the way here, and I always do because I like to like keep the last week's conversation fresh, and we were alluding to that, and I myself 
had said, I don't think she's doing that. When you she, were yeah, you were big time because yes. yeah, it's actually the first thing I thought of when I when I heard that I was like, well, Jamie can definitely, but both of us cannot say that she's not calling wrestling fake now. She's she just outright said it in this yeah. video, uh, and and I thought the same thing. I thought like. You know, look, I've been Team Ronda Rousey this whole time. Me too. I've been, I was into the heel turn this week on Raw. Yeah, me too. Um, But I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's like, someone else kind of worded it well in a funny tweet that they quote tweeted the Wrestling Sheet account and they said something along the lines of, uh, oh yeah, my favorite part of Captain Marvel is when Brie Larson swoops in and then looks at the camera and says, I don't know about shit about flying, y'all. These are wires behind me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you know, and it's kind of, I felt like that summed it up. It was like, you know, I just don't need that thrown in my face. Like, yeah. like we we know. It's Everything like, she said is true. Yeah. First off. Yeah. <laughs> Everything There's she said. There's nothing she said that was untrue, but it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, man. And maybe it's just so, such a breaking the fourth wall thing that we're just not used to that that's why yeah, that's why I said I, that's it. why I don't know how to feel I genuinely don't yeah because like I mean there's a there's a talk of like isn't there's a discussion that the her promos are being written by her and Paul Heyman like, yeah which is just a wild because uh, I, I would never expect like Paul to say that me neither and this isn't exactly. a promo Paul has a great right, respect right. for the business yeah he Paul would, would never say wrestling's fake like that well at least in this way where it's, it's said in like such a flat out flat like, out like, yeah, like that yeah. because this takes away the like selling of a story kind of because yes. like, you know what I mean it's like we're paying for I guess yeah yes people are paying to go to Wrestlemania to see this show and you're telling them the thing that they're following I don't know. I, yes, it's an understood. It's an unspoken understanding. Here's the thing for me: it sells the main event. I think. I think sure. this stuff does yes. sell the main event, but it's at the expense of everything else the company sta- is for. In my opinion, like it's at the expense of everyone else. It's like okay, we're we're trying to make this thing so realistic, but that means everything else you're watching is fake. Shouldn't care. Yeah, about. and when she's gone, then what? Then what? Then everything you're watching is fake. Ronda's the only real thing, so now you've only got fake things left. And it's like, I mean, sorry, I guess uh, that means that everything that that passionate speech from Triple H towards Batista, like. Oh fuck all that! This is because Ronda Rousey was telling you that it's that doesn't matter. But it's like when, but it's weird like when how she did either. That it's much. just weird how she yeah. says it's all. It's <sighs> Triple H referring to himself referring to himself as a character. I didn't like at all because it was like oh right, right, right. So this is the only time we're supposed to care. And about also, you? guys, let's put it like there were three instances in a week of WWE saying this isn't real. I know. Three instances: that one, the Colin Jost thing, and then Ronda. And yeah, yeah, Batista, Ronda. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Triple H, Ronda, Colin Jost. Yes, yeah. it's crazy. What I don't know, like, why does Vince think this is a good idea in the span of a week, dude? Yeah, it's to it, build up WrestleMania. You know, <laughs> those are three marquee things for us. And then, and then, Triple H versus Batista, Ronda Rousey main eventing the show, women main eventing the show with Ronda Rousey, and now SNL characters, the SNL cast that are going to be on the show, and then, who uh, definitely then, weren't cheap. No, no, no. I thought was, I, I love Jim Ross, but this morning I was listening to his show and he referred to uh, he referred to Michael Che and Colin Jost as uh, virtual nobodies and made it sound like to you maybe and made Jim. it sound like they were doing the WWE was doing this as a favor to NBC and I was like uh, that would be the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> it's in New York. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, I like 
Colin Joseph. I thought they were fun. Yeah, they were fun. Thank you. This is why we're. I thought they were fun. I like Michael Che. I I think Michael Che is very. I thought when he when he pulled out his hat and put on the Mets hat. That I was like, you. If you don't think he knows what the fuck he's doing, he's a comedian. It's cheap heat, and it's the best way to do it. In yeah. Philly, Philly hates the Mets. And Michael Chase clearly a wrestling fan who is coaching him through this. Of like, this yes. is what you're gonna do to get people to boo you. Right, right. We're playing off of each other. Like, obviously, I thought everything they did was great. Yes, the Braun Strowman thing was weird. Well, here's the thing: it's like it's not them. It's 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 the fact that WWE is putting Braun in that position. Like, it's, yeah. It's another weird idea from Vince McMahon. Okay, so we were talking about this before we started recording, how basically it looks like maybe it's going to be Braun Strowman versus... Braun Strowman, Colin Jones. Braun Strowman and the SNL people are going to be involved now, it feels like, in some sort of way at WrestleMania. Um... Oh, you, you know, know Brick's willing to so bummed that he's not on that show anymore because <laughs> he is a wrestling fan. Uh, but I was going to say, you know, I think... I, I do think it's a good use of Braun Strowman. I do. I really think that using Braun Strowman in this way... Well, better than nothing at all. It's better than yeah. nothing at all. It's better than a match against like Baron Corbin or something like that. Right. He's not going to be in the title picture. He's not going to be against Roman or something like that. This at least gets Braun Strowman... Gets more eyes on Braun Strowman to the casual viewers because he's involved in the segment with Colin Jost and Michael Che, in my opinion. I just want to know, when is it, when are we going to finally see <laughs> Braun Strowman... At WrestleMania, <coughs> wearing uh, a diaper, basically, we're doing a sumo match, right? When's well, that going to happen? Kevin, you didn't elaborate your other point off camera, which was that you think he's becoming the next big show. Oh, I mean, that, that, I think that goes without saying with, yes. the, with the sumo <laughs> thing. But he is going to fight somebody. He's going to have a boxing match. Aki Bono. Bono. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I've heard the name Aki Bono. Akibono. Dude, it's crazy. Like, they were going to do some stuff with Akibono, and, like, they did not. <laughs> remember when they... Who was that other guy that did you? I was just going to say, remember what the... The, At the Greatest Royal Rumble. Rumble where they had that, oh, yeah. like, Fumi... Oh, what was his name? Big uh, dude. Uh, it was like a super... They had it on the show one time. On and that's it. <laughs> never heard of again. Never mentioned again. I'm just still confused Michael Cole it. sounded real fucking excited right now. Please, 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 please. I still don't understand what happened there. It had to have been a favor, like, to the to the prince. But, like, it's a different country. It's sumo wrestling. Yeah. So I don't understand. It's real confusing. Oh, Maybe he's an Akiboto fan. And he was wait, like, find me someone. <laughs> wasn't there, like, that rumor that the guy wanted Yokozuna there? Do you think that's why they had him? Oh yeah, <laughs> he wanted Yokozuna, and they didn't. So they, nobody told him that he died like 15 years ago. So they just told. They just like, brought a guy who looks semi like Yokozuna ish. You're so far away, you can't tell. Yeah, that's they him. were in a pal- <laughs> you know, some, like, palace behind. Oh yeah, there you go, right, Yokozuna. There he go. looks great. There you go, pal. He's really skinnier now. Pal. <laughs> God damn. Uh, he looks great. That keto diet's really working on him. Um, okay, so back to the Ronda thing. Do you feel like? Do you, do you agree? Do you think that Ronda kind of saying, you know, doing the whole fake thing kind of like kind of diminishes everyone else on the car? No, because I, I don't think it diminishes anything. Because um, she's going to get her comeuppance. And that's, yes. that's the thing that kind of makes they, it. They guarantee she's going to get booed out of the building. Right. And it's obvious this is by design now. And Which is crazy to think of, like that they, they where they, they started. That they decided to do that with Ronda and not like Roman Reigns, like how many years ago? You yeah, know? like it's 
It's while that is like, interesting. Let's do it now with this hot commodity. I mean, make me the fight that we paid that more gonna, for. Right, that she's going to be leaving. I guess is the situation, but at the yeah. same time. But I mean, look, here's the thing. I mean, I'm. This is again why I'm still torn because it's guaranteed nuclear heat. Right. Guaranteed. She's going to get booed viciously, which is, I guess, what they want now. Um, I mean, that was that was that feel, was that, that was Philly that was in front of. So, yeah. I mean, great audience to do it in front of. It's just. It's uh, I don't know if it falls into the cheap heat category. I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I just I don't know. I don't think it's cheap heat. I just think it's a it's weird. It's just it's there's no way to really describe it other than it's a it's something that we've never we've never seen before. So I I'm, I'm like I'm curious as to where this goes. Like do they go now they fast forward to WrestleMania they have the match and Ronda is surprised that it hurts? Is that the like <laughs> That's also a, that's a good point. I hate that he was looking my way down the camera. You should be looking at me. I'm not saying you should, but I, like his, there was a lot of confusion in Jamie's eyes right there, and I'm just as confused because that is a good question. Like, are we to believe that nothing else has hurt Ronda Rousey? Yeah, like that. Though, though, like, speaking of that night in L.A., that hurt looked like it hurt. Yeah, there yeah. were physical marks on her mm-hmm. that anybody could see, mm-hmm. and she's be like, "That's fake." It's like, <laughs> We saw you. I mean, I mean, very well. I mean, we're gonna get <laughs> something it, with a triple threat at least. We're gonna see weapons are gonna come into play. You think? It's, I mean, it's gonna be not no DQ because of triple threat rules. Um, so, I mean, that'll be another way to kind of for her to be like, well, it took them weapons to be able to bring me down. Maybe it's also silly because it's fake. Because <laughs> it's fake, they need the real weapons to take me down. Like, what is she gonna do? Is she just gonna start? Like, is she gonna get in the ring and just start no selling punches? Dude, she, <laughs> she, 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 take she it fucking might. <laughs> like that's the thing is like that's the crazy thing is that she might do that. Like they whip her and she just stops. <laughs> she doesn't even hit the ropes. <laughs> I mean, it would play into her Terminator walk. That she <laughs> she <does>. just <laughs> that Terminator walk was so. I love it. They went to commercial on her walking, and everyone had to stand in the ring <laughs> waiting during commercial. It's just like. Right. It's like when Dean. It's like when Dean was hiding from Seth, and then they show Seth walking to the ring while Dean's cutting a promo. It's like Dean, you have a lot of time. You can get out of here. He's, he hasn't cleared Gorilla yet. You have a minute. You've got a big window here. Get out of there. Um, yeah. What do you think about the heel turn in general, though? I mean, did you guys? I like thought it? it was done great. I thought it was done. Uh, the it was the. By the way, it was the only logical choice. Sure, absolutely. Yes, I agree. If the way everything is gone, it, it was it made sense. I don't give a shit how nice Ronda is going to be seeing her give her little like glove things to fans and stuff. All great, but you can't. Do, we're seeing Batista and and Daniel Bryan all over again. Sure, hundred percent. We're seeing that all over again. They can make her look as dominant. As like, like same thing they did with him and Del Rio. They really tried to get people behind him by putting him with Del Rio, and it didn't work. It's the same thing that's happening with with uh, Ronda and Becky Lynch. Yes, Ronda put against anybody else on the roster, anybody else. They could have kept it. Yeah, they could have kept it like that, but they put her with Becky, and you can't do that. Train is going to be on that track for at least another year. I mean, I there, I just bought a Becky shirt because <laughs> how I mean, I mean, she's. The dopest thing in the WWE yes, right now. and like I said, it's the only logical option they had. And her saying, and you booed me out of the Staples Center, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Like if I was at home and I fucking went balls to the wall, because they did. 
Her and Charlotte tore the house down. And they boo you? I remember when I was there, I was like, what's happening? I remember I tweeted about it. I was like, what just happened? Like, why were we all, why was everyone booing Ronda Rousey? Like, it literally, to me, made zero sense in the arena. I was sitting there going like, this is stupid. Like, what is everyone doing? I was mad. I was She's so mad. physically getting the shit kicked out of her, and you're booing her. Yeah, it made no. And that's why she. I mean, she says that in the thing. She said like, I, I fast forwarded through that part a little bit, but she says like, I was getting the shit kicked out of me. I did it for you guys, and I, that, that's how she starts this part of the thing. She says like, I'm tired of doing this for everyone's entertainment. Like, I tried. I gave everyone the the respect. I I did everything, but even at home. Even at home, I couldn't get the respect that I deserve. After all the work I've done, after everything I put in, you all fucking booed me after Charlotte started hitting me, after the match ended, after I'd done all this for you guys. It, at home, my hometown, they booed me. Fuck all you guys. And so, yeah, like, I would know, be I, pissed I, too. I, I would be too. I would think the same thing. So yeah, I agree. Believable. My only thing in all of this has been the heel turn does kind of put Charlotte in a weird place, in my opinion, because it's like... Dude, she was in a weird place when this whole thing fucking well, she started. Was, she was already, she's already a heel in the, in the match. That's so. what I mean. Like, she was the heel in the match. So was, so, and mean, then Ronda was, like, the tweener, and Becky was, like, the good guy. Well, that's where we go to... I mean, I mean granted, Daniel Bryan was the babyface, but... Um, that triple threat with yeah, I think that's two just, hills and a baby face. I so. think that's just more just – I think that could just add to just more obstacles for Becky to overcome. And it makes when she does win because she's going to win, it, it makes it more of a of a moment. The obstacles are a bit – are, are a bit like – They might actually start putting legitimate obstacles in front of her like a, like a <laughs> like broken down NXT. car. Yeah. Like it's the early oh, yeah. season of NXT. We need you to carry this keg around the <laughs> ring as fast as you can. Hey, those entrance ramps at WrestleMania are long. They're going to have her run. <laughs> it can't be in the WrestleMania main event unless you can do 30 seconds around the ring while jumping over <laughs> these little hurdles. Oh, I love it. I love but it. You know what kind of what, – what didn't help Ronda is her retorts. Because when Becky would make the Tommy Wiseau thing, right. Ronda would just send a clip that everybody's seen of Becky Lynch and her original Dancing. Riverdance, Riverdance yeah. gimmick, which is like, we've seen that. Yeah. It was on NXT. You know, <laughs> it's it's something that happened. It's not something that she's. I, I don't think she's terribly ashamed of it. Okay, who's who's editing these uh, pictures for Becky? Because she's getting some good little she, clips yeah, in there. She doesn't. No, she doesn't need anybody. She no, has the no, internet no, community. No, 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 the oh, oh, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Oh, People yeah. are probably just sending her yeah, shit. That's true. I, but although I don't, I feel like. There has to be somebody no, for like the somebody th- would point those out. Someone would have pointed yeah. out like, oh, you didn't credit this person. You didn't credit this person. Yeah, yeah, totally. You would have seen. We would have seen if she had taken that from someone. She's got somebody that's like she's, editing those for, or hundred percent. Or she's doing it, and no I'm like, way. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> cool. Becky's that, Becky's secretly really good at Photoshop. Yeah, she, iMovie. She's, she's just like, killing she's it on the plane while she's on, on iMovie. It's all flying. It's possible. Um, Someone had to. Sit down she's sitting there. next to John Cena with his Roku learning Chinese, <laughs> and she's editing movies. <laughs> and just here comes Titus O'Neil, just playing the violin and walking down the, the aisle. Wait, um, a Ro- I said Roku. Roku's a uh, streaming device. Is, yeah. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of uh, uh, um, the Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone, Red something Red like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Roku is a streaming device. I, so I got what you I'm mean. sorry. I got what you mean. We, got, we all got where you were going. Who has a fucking Wait, Roku anyway? <laughs> a lot of you have Roku. Yeah. Remember they gave Rokus out with the WWE watch... Network? Yeah, oh, yeah. Not, my sister has a Roku. It makes it easier to watch New Japan. It does. 
Yeah. Chromecast. <laughs> Jamie, take your hate of Roku yeah, back. God. I'm not on. a Roku fan. You don't, like the, you don't like the nice little thing that connects to your TV that's purple and black? Come on. I, I use Chromecast, but I like that Roku I has Apple the little TV. remote. What? I have Apple TV. Apple TV is the best. Yeah, it seems more expensive. But it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's not that much. Chromecast is like fucking twenty five bucks. It's an yeah, investment. It's, it's an investment. <laughs> um, <laughs> very easy to navigate. Very small controller. You, know? you guys got me. Oh, you up. lose that thing. In, oh, yeah, no, you got to download seconds. that. Well, that's why I use Chromecast. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> I've lost four <laughs> pairs of AirPods, by the way. God Have you really? <laughs> that's I, why I don't get them. I won't I've get lost them because four I don't pairs. Know. I haven't lost mine, thank God. I, uh, I'm i pumped on them. I love them. I have my ones that came with my phone, and I use that. I call the, the string the poverty line. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kevin. It's Impressive. Pretty That's pretty good. Uh, okay, let's move up. Let's move topics here. Um, the other big story of the week is involving uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, super, super bummer. Tommaso Ciampa injured. Uh, really bad luck, man, with yeah. injuries. He really does. He really gets going, and then just they... It's right when he gets – I mean, well, it's not like he's been getting going. He's – actually, well, that's that's not true because he did just appear on WWE television. So, Well, that's the thing. You know, both times – it sucks, but both times the injuries have occurred right when he was on the cusp of, like, his biggest push ever. You Which, know? I mean, it also points to the fact that, like, we haven't seen even Johnny on TV on, on, on Raw or SmackDown since. Yeah, so. they've been really focusing on – I mean – I think, deservedly so, Alistair and Ricochet. Well, I think that was going to be Ciampa. I think that was going to be DIY, who was in that role, which has since been occupied by Alistair Black and Ricochet. Because if you remember, like they debuted separately as singles guys, and yeah. DIY had the tag match where they beat two big tag teams in the first. I week. guess that makes sense, and, and then, then it also because they're in the Dusty Classic as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but I, you know, so, so WWE says that Ciampa will undergo uh, or did they, they say when he got injured? So this is March sixth. So he already that was his seventh, right? Yeah. So today uh, he underwent anterior cervical fusion surgery. I looked Ugh. up. There's different. Recovery time, so it's hard to exactly tell anywhere between like three months, six months more, depending on the severity of the injury. But I mean, that goes to like what, what basically that type of injury was what ended Sting's career. Is I mean, that the same one? Not the similar, but it's like with a cervical. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that could. It's not good. Did it's not good. Say, at did all. they say how it happened? They did not say how it happened. Um, I've been wondering that myself. I think the report was that it, it was a lingering issue that kind of just. Got worse, yeah. As they and they noticed it, um, but like I was saying, man, like, well, he was on the cusp before. Now he's on the cusp again. That terrible time. I'm thinking about this. Was it the same match? Wasn't when he there looked like he messed up his knee? Yeah, but it's his knee. That was his knee though, because I yeah. thought the same thing until I saw it was neck injury. Yeah. I thought for sure it was his knee again when I heard he was no, injured. It's his neck. I mean, you got to know. You got to think that these guys are still running with that indie ideals of. I'm going to work hurt because, like, when am I going to get this opportunity again? Mm-hmm. So. I also think he has a – not like to be a dick, but, like, he ran he ran hard on the indies. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, he pushed it, you know. I mean, he wrestled everywhere to the limit. Uh, I'm sure his body's pretty beat up from that time period. Oh, yeah. That's why, you know, Kevin Owens, you know, double knee surgery, Sami Zayn, double shoulder surgery, you know. I mean, these things happen when you're wrestling at a high pace like the, like the indies. I can only imagine, like – uh, Tommaso Ciampa came back from his last injury just 
shredded. Uh, like, and I can only imagine, like, is he just going to be just just muscle now when he comes back? Like, just a big walking <laughs> just muscle. Water, walking muscle. Like, is he going to be Brian Cage all of a sudden? Beard and muscle. He yeah. has to have a water pack on his back into his veins. It's just complete nothing in there. <laughs> just nothing but veins. And Vince is going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I honestly wonder if he even... I hate to say it, but like... I, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a serious... Neck things are serious, you know? And also, like... I mean, just looking at the history of things... not He's been injured three history, times. He's been injured a lot now in WWE. Real serious things at big moments when they were... Relying on him. Relying on him. I, I don't know how he comes back from something like that. And he's not a big guy either. So Vince isn't going to be like, oh, well, now that he's back, we need to do something with Tommaso Ciampa. You know? Yeah. Like, we rush him back up. Yeah. You know? Like, no. Like, so I wonder if, like, if that's – if we're going to even see him on the main roster again. You know? I mean, what I, from what I've heard, he's, he's very loved at NXT. Like, Shawn Michaels, Triple H are huge, huge fans of Tommaso Ciampa. Um, so, I mean, maybe there's always something – you know, behind the scenes, if you know, if they don't. But I, I mean, it's not that I, don't think, it's not that I think he's going to retire. How old is he? Um, I'll tell you right now. He is thirty-three years old. Man, it's not That's that old. So young. <laughs> the next up is serious. I know. You know. I mean, I guess you could still come back from him. I, I guess he, is <laughs> oh, no, he, def- he definitely could come back from it. That's that's. I mean, hopefully that's what happens, but. I mean, there's, there, he's going to have to take a lot of precautions. Yeah, and it's more so, I feel like, on the WWE side of things, like sure. they're going to be cautious now. It's, oh, yeah. uh, hey, let's stop doing DDTs on exposed ring boards. Like, that, that'll that help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they did that five times. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure all those matches with him and Johnny definitely took some months off his career. I definitely think you're right. I think that, like, that people don't want, it's like, that stuff, that stuff. Hurts, you know, like it's exciting. Goes back to the Ronda thing where it's not fake, you know. Right, yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. Like it's it's this crazy thing that we ex- we were now we're expecting them to do. Like what could they do to one up? And then, but we don't ever really think. I mean, it goes back to when we were all okay with seeing unprotected headshots, like with the chairs. Like it was a cool thing. And now when I look back at those, I can't watch them because it's knowing what that can happen what could happen yeah. because of those and i mean they really it wasn't like it was like a singles match then a tag match then one hardcore match all of them were hardcore matches yeah. all of them were everything and they, was in it like, literally every, uh, like there was like referee turned his back chair yeah or <laughs> oh, the ring mat's gone you know <laughs> it's, it's it, every single one was balls to the wall and they went all of them at least like 35 40 minutes mm mm-hmm. mhm it's that, that takes t- it takes a toll on you. Yes, and you're not even. That's why I was sit down, Rhonda. That's <laughs> that's why when when we were talking about the Champa Gargano when it was feud when it was in its prime when it was at its peak when they were still headlining takeovers together and shit. I was like, I even said this on the show. I was like, they're doing all this shit. And they're not even on the main roster yet. They're gonna burn out. They're going to do all this dope shit, and then when they get to the main roster, they're going to be able to – like it's going to take them 45 minutes to get out of bed, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, no, I, absolutely. I, I – it sucks. I mean I – I don't know. I, I – obviously – you know what it reminds me? It reminds me of like the old timers where they go like slow it down and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And, but it's like – I mean like there's a reason they say that kind of stuff. You I know? say this a million times, and it's 
It's the reason Chris Jericho is still wrestling at a top level at well, at 50, <laughs> close to, if not already there. And The Miz, who probably will wrestle till he's 70 because of the style. They're slow and they make everything count. I'm not knocking people that work fast. People like the chocolate. People like vanilla, you know, but – there's a, I mean, but there's a, I think there's a good way to balance it. I think there's a good way of working a fast pace, but also being safe. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, you see a lot of, I mean, if you go back and see like a Zack Sabre Jr. match, like those are pretty safe matches. Or yeah. Ricochet. I don't think you look at Ricochet and think like the stuff he's doing looks unsafe. Ricochet has always said that if he feels that he can't do a move pr- properly, he's not going to do it. When, why would you? Like he used to, I guess he used to do. I'd never seen him do it before, but like a double moonsault, <laughs> which is yeah, yeah. He used to do moonsault, wild, wild. It's, it's crazy. Insane. Like where you, uh, that's crazy. He says that he's like, I don't have gained some mass. I don't think I can pull it off anymore, so I'm not going to do it. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, like, he's got to be smart. I mean, about even that. like the six thirty doesn't look like it would hurt when he does it. Like no. it looks cool. It's just because he's so smooth. Yeah, and he's also 180 pounds. Let's be real here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> T- totally. Um, you know, it's funny the 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 whole you know painful fast stuff. I, that's why I have trouble at like death matches, like at GCW. Like I enjoyed the GCW show, but I have trouble with the death match stuff, man. Like I I really do. I just literally, I, and maybe that's that is their end game. <laughs> I literally always want to go to death match people and be like. Where do you see your career going? I think it's also like because uh, like uh, you think WWE is going to hire you when you when you like your back looks like like a cheese grater. I mean, I, I was talking to somebody that was at the GCW before I got there for the midnight show, um, and they're like telling me he's like that guy, not a great wrestler, but damn, he's a crazy deathmatch wrestler. I was like, oh, like I guess so. He's I, a stunt I, which guy. One? I get that. I can't remember, but they were just like. Oh, I, I get what they're saying by that. That's that's not what the style is. So yeah, it's not for me. But I get why people would would be drawn to. But it. you understand what I'm saying? Is oh, like yeah. there's no. no... I, I always think the same thing. I know. I 100 think this. I when I'm watching it, I think to myself, "What's the end game here? Like, is this what he wants to do forever? Like, is he going to be necro butcher and just do this until he's like seven? But then you have but a D- Dean do... Ambrose. You have John Moxley who was able to make the change. Would you yeah. consider? Would you have considered yeah. John Moxley a deathmatch wrestler back yeah. then? Oh, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, 100%. I know he did deathmatches. No, no, but... he was a deathmatch wrestler. I mean, you see that needle through his cheek bullshit? I've <laughs> seen that. Yeah, that was not okay. But I feel like, I mean, the difference <laughs> that is that Dean Ambrose ended up. <laughs> the charisma that Dean Ambrose had, you know, I mean, the charisma is what got him. There. Oh, sure. I mean, and I'm sure there are a lot of guys that have charisma that are doing these deathmatches. Um, so, I mean, yeah, very well, a guy could make the transition. Um, I would hope so that you would think of that. If I can make that transition, why not? <laughs> it's just so bloody. Like, that's my problem with it. And, like, the light tubes go everywhere. Like, it's on the chair next to me. It's in the air. It's just... Asbestos, people. There's yeah. asbestos in light tubes. Yeah. But, I mean, I did enjoy the GCW show. And I want to say Orange Cassidy versus Joey Ryan was like... I still... Like, that's it. I don't know if I want to spend $15 for one match. But I really want to see that. It was so good. Like... <laughs> the whole in the pockets thing just kills me. It, I was dying watching just it. Just Orange Cassidy, just this whole nonchalant like. Just the fact that I he could do a standing backflip with his hands in his pockets because people need to do yeah. that. Yeah, you know? like, and he does it. He just in jeggings. Yeah, the jeggings <laughs> are the best part about it. Okay, well, moving <laughs> topics here, and that is 
Uh, Jim Ross making an announcement today that he and WWE have mutually agreed to part ways. Uh, he said he talked to Vince McMahon, and basically he wants to keep working. Like he he basically says that he's got an empty nest now. Like he's it's just him alone. He's no, you know his wife's passed away, and he needs to like keep his mind busy, and he wants to stay working and. He says that it feels to him like um, the, some of the people that surround Vince McMahon don't think that he can still do play by play, and he feels like he still can. Feels um, like that? No, that's that is what's happening. What do you mean that people that that people around Vince say he can't do it anymore? Do you think that's what it is? Or I know it's what it is. Oh, you know that's what it is. Yeah, I know it's what it Elaborate. is. Elaborate. I just. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm. I. I I'm not going to name names, course, but yeah. just all the time when I was at WWE, the common knowledge was. JR is an old bitter man and he – we need a younger face. We need younger, fresher looking people to carry the, co- the company forward. I mean Renee Young and Corey Graves are case in point in that. Byron Saxton and um, Todd Phillips. And I mean obviously you need somebody to ring everybody in. That's why you got Michael Cole. Um, but they really – I'm I'm really ashamed to say I'm not ashamed because it's not me, but I'm really bummed to say that not everybody, but a lot of people in the executive branch think Jim Ross is kind of a joke. In what way? That he's an ordinary old man that's you know that thinks he's a lot more important than he actually is. That um, the man taught Kevin Owens how to speak English. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't like he's. They don't – I don't – it's not that they hate him. They don't hate him. They they have respect for him. It's just that they – I think that they – I think when they brought Jim back after his wife died, it was a good thing to do to make him feel good that weekend. It was WrestleMania weekend. got to call a match with The Undertaker. But I think this way – I think when they hired him, they're like, OK, this will shut him up for a while. Absolutely. This will make – this like he'll be under the payroll. We'll fly him. Because if you think about it, they paid him. They didn't do anything with no, him. Done, well, they did a few things with him. They had the Mae Young Classic. They oh, had him okay. do like an NXT the Mae Young UK Classic. Thing, I think okay, the, one, one, and the pre-show for the fucking greatest battle, the grand, the greatest battle royal. I mean, Royal Rumble. Jeez, yeah, no, I didn't say a lot of things. I definitely didn't say a lot. That's of things. The, that's. But I do agree with you. I think in, a, in certain terms, he got a like, free hey, trip out there. Come on. <laughs> oh, he, he got great. a free trip to Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. <laughs> uh, I do think, in a way, that they thought of it as like, "Hey, we should help him out. He is family." But I don't think they brought him. I back think a lot of people they were gonna, like no. do tons of things with him. And just based based off of the time, I mean, obviously, this is four or five years ago. <laughs> things have changed. It was only two years ago when I was at the WWE. Oh, I no, they brought him back. I, no, sorry, sorry. I left in 2016. I thought you meant when they brought um, him back. Um, when I was there, every time Jim Jim Ross's name was brought up, it was like, fucking guy again." Crazy. That's crazy, don't you think? Did you feel that way at the time? Like that's wild. Bloom, I. It didn't surprise me because at that point I had really figured out the kind of environment, which is sure. you're you're not a fan here. Oh yeah, and I mean, I'm sure you as a fan, you were like, "Are you guys crazy?" Like, yeah, me internally, I'm like, "This is fucking the John Madden of wrestling." Yeah. And it's which is weird because it's they hold Jerry Lawler in such high regard, who was his. They were they were a team like yeah. no Jerry Lawler without Jim Ross in the announcing world like they they, they go together very well right, you right. know so uh, not the other way around I think Jerry Lawler really isn't as good unless he has Jim Ross there like they're, yeah they're, Jr can carry other people yeah yeah absolutely. but Jerry Jerry's the color guy yes and but it 
that was one of the things and and since I had become and then after my time at the company, I actually became friends with Jim. And it's just it was such a bummer to me because at the time, uh, not so much anymore. WWE held the kings the keys to the kingdom of the only thing that JR liked to do. Ever. Yep. Yeah. And he and um it's different now, but back in the day when they were still kind of like keeping him on the outside before they brought him back, before his wife's passed, I was like, guys, he has nothing else to do. This is all he cares about. The only way he could do this is working with you guys. And they it's almost like they enjoyed keeping him out. And um, I mean, and I'm not telling anybody any news. Oh, it's no, common I mean, knowledge that yeah, people they love Man, yeah. fucking with Jim. Well, they, they love it. They retired him when he didn't want to retire. Yeah, they put out a statement saying he was retired, something that was their idea. And when and remember when they fired him like uh, like on camera? Yeah, that was real. I know. <laughs> like there, he was. He literally on camera says, "Oh, okay, I guess I'm done." Yeah. No, it's crazy. That's so crazy. The way they treat Jim Ross has always been crazy, and. It's funny how his name was always linked from Dolly Wrestling from the beginning. Now, like, now it all kind of makes sense, you know. Like, I would be very happy to see him there. Oh, I think he literally ends. He, I listened to this interview. He's like, so yeah, you know, that's what I'm leaving. That's what I'm doing, you know. And he's like, but uh, don't you worry. Uh, good old Jr. is not going to be unemployed for very long. Like he literally <laughs> says, he's not going to be able. And the whole. Prior to that is all about how he thinks he would still be a good play-by-play guy. He wants to contribute to being a play-by-play person. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. And then at the end, it's like, but don't worry. I won't be unemployed for very long. And here's a great thing. So it's like, what else would he be doing besides sure. going to all the wrestling? And here's the thing. is like, I, I, Jim Ross, is, he, didn't, he didn't know. He wasn't familiar with the roster in New Japan. So I get Yeah, that. I don't think that was or, fair to judge and so it's, it's, I mean, I, I was a person who didn't care for what he did on those shows, but... Uh, I mean, he also didn't wasn't familiar. And also, the reason why WWE calls were so passionate was because he traveled with them. Yes. He yeah. re- he dealed with them. Exactly. He, ca- he recruited a lot of and them. And so now he's 100%. got these guys that that admire him. He admires their work. He has, but and, he has no personal connection to. Yeah, and so then he could he could potentially. You know, I mean, he's familiar with the all the Young Bucks and their work and Chris, Chris Jericho, Jericho, of course. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to have Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he's going to have a lot of familiarity with them. And I think that also chip on his shoulder. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have good old Jr. back. I hope so. I also think that that's one hundred thousand percent why. Because I get I, I I had a feeling at the time when Jerry Lawler said that they just randomly send him a new deal. When, oh yeah, and for way more money than he normally got, and for longer. It was very clear to me then. I was like, they didn't want to get the how JR wild would like JR and the King ending up on AEW commentary? That'd that be crazy. crazy. I guarantee you, that's why they were like, "Oh shit, what are we doing? <laughs> we definitely don't want to let them recreate the most famous announced team Second. of all time." Second. Second. Okay, fine. Really, you think? I think, yeah. Okay, fine. The most famous announcing that's still live of this generation. <laughs> there yes. we go. I think the others are dead. So. Uh, wait, who, were you thinking Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon? Yeah, I genuinely get more. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Jr. and Jerry, but sometimes, I mean, because J. I mean, Monsoon and I mean, obviously different times, different products. Yeah. But Monsoon and um, Monsoon and uh, and oh, yeah. Bobby 
were able to kind of riff with each other a little better. JR and Jim Ross, don't get me wrong, definitely great at riffing with each other. But Jer- but Jerry kind of would go off on tangent. Like he would kind of almost like whenever there was a girl in the ring. Sure. You know, it was almost like uh, it's like, oh, they, they, you almost forget JR's there for, for yeah, a few yeah. minutes. And, but, and don't get me wrong. Like I said, it's a close second. It's a close second. Who's third? <clears throat> Third with Vince and, and uh, no, no. Vince and what's his face? Uh, Jesse the Body. Oh, yeah. No, my second would be a third. Our third. <sighs> it doesn't count because they're so short. But I really loved Heyman and Jim together. They were good together. I did too. I really liked them together. Um, I like Taz and Cole together. Also good. Mm-hmm. I uh, also like Joey Styles by himself in the ECW. Mm-hmm. I'm going for me personally. Number one, Jim Ross, and, and that's Lawler. fair. That's a fair argument. You could argue it yeah, I mean, more so because it's just what I grew up with. So of course, I, I have a like. If you had asked me ten years ago, I would have said the same thing. But of course, just us being diehards as we are now and having access to the network, you go back and you're watching. You're like, oh, this is magic. Like I just watching. Like I like Heenan. Like what I remember the first time I was like, oh my god, these guys are amazing. Is when. Sean, it was during the – everybody knows the spot is when Sean threw Marty through the window and Bobby says, oh, he was trying to jump out the window to escape it. And I was, I was, it's just that. And also we, uh, everybody knows the famous Survivor Series call where he, it's, the, uh, it's the King's Knights with Shawn Michaels versus the Hart family. That – you could turn the TV off. Oh, yeah. And just have it audio and you would have a great time. Because it's just like they painted such a great picture. And you just you, you, you could, I could ride in my car and just like listen and, to the audio. And while Jr. and Jerry were great and called the match and made you really care, Bobby made me laugh, man. And so did and so did Monsoon. Them two together made me laugh. Like like even sometimes like where Bobby would even kind of like jab Monsoon over his gambling gambling problem. <laughs> it's like like and, or like. He's, and, and then, like, like something like they were arguing. He's like, "Will you put a banana down for one second so we can?" It's like, <laughs> like they're arguing about an imaginary banana. But yeah, I just like yes, Jr. and Jr. And, and Jerry were great, but I laughed way more, way Fair. more. Fair, with Bobby and. Here's my question. Um, let's say Jim Ross is going to AEW. Mm-hmm. CM Punk is his second. Wow. <laughs> CM Punk on commentary. Wow, quick God, with that. That would be good. Wow. He was I great at like commentary. Yeah, he was, he was so good at commentary. Wow. I like how you beat me to my, even getting my question out, Kevin. It's God. a good answer, too. <laughs> that is a really good answer. Because I, I always, I, anytime that you got CM Punk in his trunks and a suit jacket. Brown, just, like shit brown jacket. Yeah, or just like, like yeah. sitting down there like he, was, he knows wrestling. And he's just, I feel he like was he fun to do it though. Although mm-hmm. I feel like if there's any way to get him back into oh, yeah, wrestling, that's, the, that's one like way. the one way. Oh, I don't have to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to wrestle. Oh, I get to be a snarky asshole for a little bit. And they're Ooh. not. And and Vince isn't going to be yelling at me the entire time in my earpiece. Okay, and, I get to be the color the guy. Day, and and then like he gets the bug enough to where like when he finally <laughs> does, that place would go. The the oh my god, like like Chris Jericho like slaps him all of a sudden. Oh man. That was a good call. That was good, a good call, one. Kevin. So I can't really think of anything. I know. Else. I can't think of a better one. The question you, I wasn't Sorry. quite the question I was going to ask, though, so even better. But my question I was going to ask is do you feel like they need to put someone younger with Jim Ross, though? I mean, like, I feel like AEW wants to kind of get the younger crowd to a certain degree as well. Well, here's the thing about that 
it's also it was also why I was confused when WWE wanted to make a more forward, younger um, presentation, which I understand. With but but that my understanding stops at the talent, not the no no no. And yes, announcers are still talent. I'm talking about the in ring talent. I thought it stops there, or even the in the ring announcer. But yeah, you see them, but you don't see them all the time. You know, you're, they're voices. I like, for instance, I don't like the NFL, the NBA. They don't ever think this. They they have their color guys, their commentary guys, and they'll keep them until they're ninety because they know it. They yeah. know, they're and they're trusted. Which I would think you would want WWE to have that as well. You know. That's a good way of thinking of it. You know, I didn't really think of it that way. That actually is a really good way of thinking of it because you really aren't seeing them that much. So, you know, it's all, it's the NFL's not like, fuck John Madden. He looks old. Because I think it had been rumored that that Alex Marvez guy, I think that's his name, Alex Marvez, who's been doing a lot of those uh, um, the AEW rallies. He's a former mm-hmm. wrestling journalist. Um, he's, pretty, he's definitely an older dude. Uh, but... They were like, it sounded like he was maybe going to be one of like the commentary people. And Cody has said that he prefers a three man booth. I saw him tweet it the other day. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking Jim Ross, Alex Marvez, and someone else. I would love just, I don't know, the picture of. Wait, wasn't, wasn't Excalibur? That's what I was going to say. Well, so the picture of Excalibur <laughs> next to Jim Ross. I thought, I thought he was going to do makes it. Makes me so happy. I thought, okay, so, I, but, but. Like Excalibur has like a real job. Like Excalibur <laughs> has like a like a a good job. Like I don't want to like talk about what he does and stuff. But from what hey, I heard, babes, where's a mask? <laughs> from what I've heard, he's got like a legit like real job where he's not leaving it anytime soon. Oh, no, those and there's no don't. like contract on the table for him. But even if there was, I've heard he's like not looking to travel every week to be their announcer. Like maybe for their big events. But I I I mean like. He has a real 95 job. Like, just to be on the road every, let's say the show's going to be on Tuesday or something like that, like, it would be a lot for right. him. Right. I mean, those those BWG emails say otherwise. I'm just uh, saying. Wait, what do you mean? This <laughs> is how they look with their sales. And oh, oh. BWG's <laughs> <laughs> um, sales haven't been doing too good? No, just when they, when they send out these, me and Ryan have this thing where, like, they send out their email for their, their yearly sale during Christmas time or, or Black Friday time. And it's just like no, it's always uh, Christmas. It's always Christmas. Uh, it's, yeah, it's just a paragraph. Yeah, it's always like <laughs> it's always like the PWG Christmas sale, you know. And, and you like, open you get it, an you're email, like, oh, get and like, like you know, normally when you get like an email from a company and it's like you know, so and so's Christmas sale, there's like a whole graphic inside that's like a whole yeah, thing. like WWE shop, like does. WWE yeah. shop does. Like, like, no, it's like, just like literally a paragraph. every company, is, it's just like a link and a link, and just be like, <laughs> just like PWG's <laughs> Christmas sale now on like DVDs now on sale link. link. And no, like, anything Nothing. further. But th- wasn't no, it this it was, year the first year when we were like, whoa, yeah. graphic, But oh then they sent another one, and it, had, oh, it was yeah. back to the original. <laughs> and me and Ryan were just like, fucking God, God damn, damn it. it. God damn it. Uh, so cocky about their product. <laughs> do you think that Conrad would be a good other person in the booth, or is he too similar to Jim Ross? Is that also another man that has a really good job? Yes. <laughs> and he's also somebody that I think has said he doesn't, because he, he's been in all those rallies. He's been in all of them, but he's still not an official employee of AEW. But like, he's clearly going to be doing something for them, right? I mean, he's been in all the rallies on camera for them. I mean, he could be a correspondent, but like, I don't think he'll be commentary. I don't think he wants to. Hmm. I'm sure if they asked, he'd be. Interested. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he wants. I mean, there's especially I, after WWE took Bruce. 
Ah, that's. I mean, that is I know he's point. still going to keep doing the show, but. I mean, that is a, kind of a good point, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I have just, a hard time believing if AEW was like, hey, we want you to be on the show every It's week. just from my interactions with Conrad, just from what I've seen him when I listen to his shows and stuff, it's just, it doesn't seem like he wants to be the star. Well, it wouldn't be the star. Things ch- well, uh, I mean, it's a higher, more pro- higher profile. When I say that, I don't mean the star of AEW. I mean, he doesn't want to be a forefront. He doesn't want to be a character. And Except he did a TV show on WWE Network. But it was about WWE things, and he's been the forefront of every. He's a moderator. Rally. He's a moderator. He's a he's a Howard Cosell. He's been doing he's been doing uh, angles with MJF. Wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna be the third guy at the booth? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it'd be cool if there was. You didn't need a haircut. You yeah, need I know. A haircut again. No, a third person. I, I feel like they do need. I feel like to get to the younger hypocrite, they do need someone who. Speaks to that, and honestly, I, I mean, honestly, if I was running a wrestling company, that would be on the on the bottom of my list of worries. The, the age mean, of my it, commentators, it, it, I think. It, oh, the age of your commentators, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I mean, commentating is a very important. Thing. I mean, if they all looked like like Jerry Jarrett, then no, obviously, then I wouldn't have. Well, them. They, I mean, like, Jim Ross, Conrad, and Alex Marvez <laughs> all do have a similar look. They all are like they're older dudes who are bigger, like. I do think that it sells to. Uh, you, no, I can't do as it. As a now. television oh, producer, like I look at, it, I, you're, I I couldn't disagree more in terms of the announcer not being important. In their look, like the announcer is the person leading the ship. The color commentary team is the person you hear from the most throughout the entire yeah, show. Hear them? Yeah, you see them. You hear them. They're the host of the show. Um, I just are the announcers not the host of the show? I mean, they are. They are. They are. They, they are. They are. But the host at the same show. time. It's like I bring up that uh, again, but it's not a collegiate sport. But um, no, but I get what you're saying too. I, mm-hmm. Honestly, your sports reference did actually out of this whole time where I've because I have been thinking about this oddly because I've been wondering just like the TV producer in me, like I think of those kinds of things. That's the first time because because I'm not a sports guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm much more of a TV show guy, and I'm used to like. Hosts being these like young, energetic, which that like, if it were like a reality show or like a game show, absolutely. Well, but even I mean, even UFC. I mean, Joe Rogan, I guess is, but Joe Rogan's I guess is older now. Yeah, so. Joe Rogan's old, dude. Yeah, I guess he is not old now. And Dan, didn't seem like it. That commentator team is not young. No, it's no, not. It's not. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's a good point. I guess I'm so used to just WWE. oh, like Baz Rutan. <laughs> he's yeah, he's not young either. Or, and it's not UFC, but Morrow is not young either, you know, so. Yeah, I guess it's a good point. Uh, all right, fair enough, fair enough, good point. Um, all right, let's move topics here lastly to. Uh, Sorry, Morrow. What, what do you think we'll talk more about here? We got. Uh, <laughs> I think Eli should do it as Eli uh, Bayou Bates. Uh, we got. Uh, hey, that's a moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible Eli. It's that's also a, terrible by you Bates because he goes like, hey, he talks a lot. Why talk like this? this. <laughs> oh, oh, he's going to be so mad that we're doing terrible by you Bates impressions. Oh, yes, so and all. I'm just going to sit here with with my me knife and just cut my beard. <laughs> uh, Lars Sullivan, uh, we have this. this oh, I was wondering if you were going to talk about that. Or Dana Warrior joining uh, the. Lars Sullivan. Both uh, of you, Lars Sullivan? Dana what? Warrior even defending how long she's been a writer for? When Dana... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Dana Warrior said, I've always wanted to be a writer, 
since I was in sixth grade. Wait, she didn't say that she was a writer? Since she's been a writer. Since, since she, she was, was in sixth grade. grade. Yeah. So have you. Yeah. So have you. It's called being in school and it's writing. going to fucking school. <laughs> it's, it's No, uh, she said that she would sit in her apple green playroom folding paper and creating makeshift books in which to pour her thoughts. Uh, word of... <laughs> I can't even defend it. God. Uh, I, All right. If I'm, we're going to talk about Dana Ward for a moment. I'm just going to throw in some Eli right here. Dana Ward is trash, okay? She is. She's trash. She's stupid. Her husband was trash. I think that's I think, unfair. I think that's unfair, Eli. I think they're just trash people and just fuck them, okay? It's just the creative team right now Whoa, is Eli, wild. She, I, just I thought like, you were in Florida. I just like, where would you come from, Eli? It's they brought back Bruce. <laughs> And they hired Dana. That's what I was I'm just going to say. I, it's, it's like, let's do something that's a good idea, but then totally ruin all the goodwill we just did. Oh, <laughs> I more so looked at it like a rib on Bruce where it's like, we brought you got to work with we her. We brought you back, Bruce, but you have to sit in a room with Dana Warrior and hear her ideas for <laughs> 10 hours a day. First off, it's like, what if, what if we do this promo where... The, the the back of them, it's like a green screen, and we can see their logo behind it. And he starts talking about like being on this weird plane flight, and how like the plane was going down. And he starts like huffing and puffing, looking at the camera. Because if you if somebody camera. tries to lie to me right now and say that she, even when she was married, even when he was alive, when they were young. If I don't know when they met, I don't know when they I don't know that timeline, nor do I care. She says in this, but continue. Nor do I care. That's but, how I stopped. <laughs> but even after her time away, or do you think she ever watched a lick of WWE programming? But here, I will say this just in the defense of that. Like we were saying earlier, they don't want fans. They don't you want fans working in that company. Oh, boy, they didn't get one, that's for sure. So, but she, it's, I mean, when I saw that, I was like. Uh, as much as Jim Cornette has contentious opinions, his tweet on it made me laugh so hard. Oh, what did he say? I don't think I saw it. He, he's like, all right, if that's the case, I'm going to hop over on to NASA and check out the rocket ship right quick. And right after that, I'm going to go teach like a, a calculus lesson. It's, it's, it's basically saying like you have no experience in this and you're being put in like as one of the head writers. He's, it, it, I, let me look it up. I'm gonna, I'm, I like this. She says um, – what is Dewey Foley? You rode the word train with me and delivered me. Wait, you rode the word train with me and delivered. What are you reading? This is the blog that she wrote. She said, True Warrior fans loved Warrior and always believed, even if they might not always agree. I felt a responsibility to keep his indomitable spirit pumping, his legacy living, his leg- legion of warriors led, and you came along. You poured faith in a woman small in stature but bursting with relief. You rode the word train with me and delivered me from parts unknown to destination. Dream recovered. How could I let my writing dream be abandoned by fear, having had each one of you hold a candle every week reading my ca- reading my columns? Here's the thing: she she's taking she's got the Vicky Guerrero spot. That's she's got the Vicky Guerrero spot. And I will say Vicky Guerrero came into her own as far as a character. Um, she had heat, whether it was real heat or go home heat. I, I, I don't know. From I, what I've heard, Dana Warrior was like, hey, I know I'm under contract, but I don't really get paid from you guys. I really need work. I, I, I want to work with you guys. Like, I want to work. I need work. Um, is there possibly an opportunity for me? And they were like, well, you have experience writing stuff for your website. 
would this be something that interests you? And she Ryan, was like, stuff for your wife. She's a blog. She, she writes blogs. That's how Dewey Foley got hired. I'm really Dude, trying to so find Dewey this Foley tweet because it made Foley's me laugh son, so hard. Fantasy booking on his website. Oh, here it is. And now he does really well there, and they like him. All I right. found it. I found it. It's uh, it's from Wrestling News. Got I'm sorry, he didn't he there. didn't tweet you. I'm sorry. Um, he said Dana. The, the the caption is Dana Warrior is now part of WWE's creative team. In other, and Jim Cornette quote tweets it saying, "In other news, I've been invited. I've been invited to assist a team of the world's best brain surgeons in a brain transplant. Then I'm headed over to NASA to tune up the space shuttle." <laughs> I mean, we've all seen Armageddon. Those, that was a ragtag group of people. If Michael Clark Duncan could go into space, boy howdy, so can Jim Cornette. Damn right. Uh, but yeah, I do. I will say this much: like, as much as we want to laugh about it and stuff, I, I do think this that. Like I was saying to Kevin. You want to give her a shot. I want, one, I want to give her a shot. We don't know. We don't know what her ideas have been. We don't know anything. Hey, she had a, her first idea was she married the ultimate warrior. She's not already starting off on a good foot. <laughs> uh, but she had the idea to milk his legacy. So As long as possible. I mean. Very true. Very I love how we. I, isn't it wild that when we saw Dana Warrior applauding him when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame that we were never going to get rid of this woman. <laughs> no, Nobody she's, she's expected that. She's, if you're Nobody man, she's, expected that. She's there for life now. Yeah, back in 2014, nobody thought, like, oh, there's his lovely wife cheering him on. There's his wife that probably just looks the other way about how awful of a human being he yeah, is. Yeah, and now um, she's here forever. But what I was going to say is that not only am I willing to give her an opportunity, a chance, obviously, um, like I was telling Kevin, Dewey Foley used to write fantasy right. booking on his blog. Dewey Foley watched the programming regularly. But he was writing fantasy booking on his blog. He wasn't like, he okay. had like a ton of writing experience, and he's blossomed into a good I'm not there. talking about writing experience. I'm talking about this bitch has never watched programming until 2016. You don't know that. I would put a <laughs> lot of money on it. But, again, <laughs> she's not a fan, so that's fine. And also, if she is a good looking, writer, cool. There have been a lot of people who have joined the creative team who have never watched wrestling until they started working on the creative team. I also don't like her because she's fucking homophobic. But you don't know that. You just know Warrior's homophobic. She rode with him. She rode with that guy. Yes. She co-signed all those fucking blog po- posts. She co-signed every single blog post? She, Bro, was probably, she, she was let probably... that shit happen. She stuck around. She she was... I'm sorry. Everybody who is with someone who thinks racist thoughts is racist. Thinks uh, racist thoughts? You, no. He went out on a fucking stage, dog, and made, like, proclamations about it. I don't agree cool with any of things he said, obviously. Obviously. I'm just saying you, you can't put the sins of some... Person on another person, like I me. I, you can, you can. <laughs> it's called, it's called being complicit. Yeah, complicity is, you know, that's. It's, but also, he was. If, hey, also says if I was married to a girl, three years down the line, I opened her book. The fucking swastikas in there. It's a little extreme, but I'm open and like, huh. Maybe I don't really know much about this girl. Maybe I should not be with her. But should I instantly think you're a racist if you then don't break up if with her immediately? S- if I stayed with her for 30 years, yes. <laughs> what if she changes? I don't, we, think I he don't did. know. He did he? No, what I'm saying is like, for example, I know people who from, you know, from the mid-90s when being gay wasn't 
a socially acceptable thing as much as it is now that were like F gay people, blah blah, that have changed. Like I'm not saying they did or didn't. I just don't know Dana Warrior. Yeah, but like, could, they, I can't call Dana Warrior a homophobe because of something her husband did. I just think she was complacent. Let those messages happen. Let their father. Let them teach their daughters these ideals. Yes. And I think that's. I think that's. But I we th- also don't know if Warrior was walking around the house going like F gay people. I do. I do. I know that for fact. You solid. don't know who that. No, I, don't, I, don't. Uh, I can't believe I'm sitting here defending fucking Ultimate Warrior. You are, man. This is wild. She, she was the one. She's the one that took the video of him cussing you out. That's <laughs> no, what I'm gonna say, Ryan. Not, no, she's not. Yes, she runs that that YouTube account that has all those hits on it. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> no, the guy who filmed it hits me up every once in a while and asks me for a favor, and I go. No. <laughs> and literally every time. I go, no. W- w- no. What? You should send him a video of your face going, uh, no. <laughs> I think his name's Ash. That guy sucks. I'm not a Dan Warrior fan. I don't like her. <laughs> you had to end that on that note. Fine. I'm willing to give Dana Warrior a chance, but I understand your point. I, 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 I get it. I get it. Uh, Jamie, where can we find you on internet? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E I-O-V-I-N-E or this Sunday at the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood taping, managing my my stable, newly named Upper Class, Ooh. featuring the current television champion Royce Isaacs, the current tag team champions Double Platinum, Sway Thompson and Chris Bay, and our newest acquirement, our newest talent, Miss Heather Monroe. Yeah. So we'll all be in action on Sunday, so be sure to check us out. And I believe it's Saturday. I'm going to double check that. But on the network, the Shopping Network app, we did an exclusive drop coming up for all my our female listeners, all 10 of them. There's um, – <laughs> it's tomorrow. No, it's in two days. So it's, it's March 9th. Yeah, March 9th on two days at 5 o'clock Pacific time. We're doing an exclusive drop with ColourPop, the famous cosmetics line ColourPop. I didn't know what it was until, to, then, until we started doing it, and you, I'm assuming you guys don't either. But ColourPop is one of the leading, if not one of the top leading brands in cosmetics, and they're giving us their entire spring collection Oh, early. That's crazy. So before first to market. So if you ladies, you want to look good for the spring, download the network app or, you know. Men yeah. as well. Yeah. If Color men want to, if men want to, beauty if, that doesn't break the bank. All right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I've seen this logo before. Yeah, me too. I've seen a bunch. I've yeah. seen this logo before. Also, lots of female wrestlers, female wrestlers who follow the account. So yeah. So hey, any female talent out there? You know, some um, some other male talent who want to use some eyeshadow and whatnot. If you want to get your so, glamorous for a good price. Check out the app this week. I mean, yeah. this weekend. Uh, Kevin, where can people find you at? You guys know me uh, at Kevin Gets Red on Instagram and Twitter. Keep it cross platform. <laughs> and you can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin on all social media. It's at Wrestling Sheet for the website, prowrestlingsheet.com. That's where you can find all these stories and more throughout the week. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where we do the Raw and SmackDown recaps, other fun videos throughout the week. This show, obviously. Uh, and if you're watching on there, hello. Thank you for watching on there. I appreciate it. But while you're there, please subscribe to this channel. It helps me out a lot. Uh, we've been gaining a ton of new subscribers yeah, lately. Yeah, seems to be doing it's been good. pretty awesome. Uh, I think we've gained almost like 1,500 new subscribers like in the wow. past couple weeks. Super cool. Uh, please keep doing that. If you're not subscribed, please do it. Helps me out a lot. Helps me uh, show the suits here that there's wrestling fans out there. But also comment. Uh, I read them all. Comment, like, uh, share if you like the video. Uh, all that kind of stuff. It does help me out a lot. 
Also, if you only want to listen to the audio of this show, it's available uh, on all the major podcast platforms. So just search Wrestling Sheet Radio on Podcast One. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. And you can find it on a bunch of other platforms. Okay, that's it. I'm done. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic, and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan. But we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org. There's an underdog story happening today in America. Small businesses are fighting to make a comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. They're rallying communities and neighborhoods, yet asking for little in return. Well, it's time we gave back. Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and support the small businesses that unite us all. Find out how you can donate, shop, and share today at smallunites.org. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.